1: What's going on, Juan? It's the One on One podcast meets the Big Dumb, um, dude. It's nice to finally connect with you, dude.
2: Hello, motherfucker. What's up, dude? <laughs> dude, that sound
1: effects! Oh my god. Oh, dude, I love that, dude. I've I've, I've been listening to a lot more podcasts with uh, sound effects and jingles and stuff, and man, I want to incorporate it so bad. But it's a time it's a time thing, dude. You got to pull all the clips. You got to edit them down. You got to you know. I'm too, I'm the big dumb. I barely can fucking work Streamyard, and it's pretty simple to use. So I, uh, I applaud you for the uh, effective use of sound effects.
2: It's all it's all how bad you want it, dude. I mean, you can figure it out. It's not that, all that bad, right?
1: I have this one. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shits all retarded. That's the one I got. So yo, I got a
2: fire Alex Jones ones that uh, Alex Jones ones that I haven't uploaded yet. But yeah, it's it's pretty up there. I got some, I got some fire ones here and there.
1: Oh dude, well, if, if you feel the need at any point in the show, just uh drop it in. I, I love that shit. So kinda I'm gonna be so, honest uh, with you. I am
0: kind of retarded. That's
2: my favorite one.
1: <laughs> dude, that's the do you remember watching that episode of uh of Joe Rogan with Alex Jones? It was like dude proportions. I think it was like the most downloaded
2: podcast ever. It 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 is Alex Jones, man. Y- you know, and this is this is the the whole thing with When does conspiracy, when it's true, when does it start becoming like fact? You know what I mean? This guy has been, okay, you know, he doesn't seem like a piece of shit to me. He doesn't seem like he's like a bad guy. I think he's just quick. He's got a trigger finger sort of way with his mouth. He's just diarrhea like a Trump. But I don't feel like he's just right about a lot of things, man. And I think look at everything that's happening right now, bro all the things that have come true, the latest on Fauci and the gain of function research and all this stuff. And it's like, we were talking about this since March of 2020 and now it's true. And so where do we go from here, dude?
1: Yeah. I mean, with Alex Jones in particular, I mean, he's been on about so much stuff. Um, And, you know, I will say being an entertainer uh, from like, I went, I was an actor in college. So, I understand first that he's an entertainer, like that's how he gets audience and stuff. But I feel like you said, he's a good guy. Like I've, you know, he has good intentions. Um, And I think a lot of the blow up kind of crazy, like you said, the trigger finger with his mouth kind of thing. I think a big part of that is uh, being an entertainer, but it could also be the fact that uh, if you've been doing what he's been doing so long and the amount of knowledge you've accumulated, you would... I would b- be blowing up all the time too, and mm-hmm. actually, like if you listen to more of his recent stuff, like even today I was listening and he was like, "I need to take a break from the show" because he like he he's tried to stop blowing up like that on the streams uh, on the he show said that because, last week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Exactly, because he's like it just gets clipped and it goes viral and people think I'm crazy. And he so he's like, and it's not good for my health, so I'm trying to like take a break. But but yeah, dude. I mean, uh, and as far as like stuff becoming conspiracy, I mean. I look at shows like like No Agenda podcast and and Alex Jones, and they've been calling these things, you know, months before it even hits the mainstream. I mean, uh, those two shows in particular, No Agenda and and Alex Jones, they were talking about this virus, uh, not specifically COVID, but uh, the potential of a virus in like 2018, 2019. They're like, something's not right. Like they're they're kind of seeing the signs. And I think um, it woke, a, you know, once it hit, it woke a lot of people up to start looking for those signs. So there were things happening in March, April, and information coming out that people like you and I, who are in tune to this kind of stuff, we're like, oh, this is like, this is what's happening. You know, we can kind of see with a playbook, like we said, oh, this is all about vaccines, vaccine passports, uh, you know, digital ID At the very least, we were like, this is what that's going to lead to, you know? And people were like, no, that's crazy. It's 15 days. So (laughs) spread." And we're like, okay, all right, you know? Because even at the beginning, even I was like something – I knew it was kind of fuckery, but even then, I was on the side of like, oh, we're all going to die, you know? Because, like, you look at those videos from China, remember? People just dropping dead. I feel like that was to get people on our – you know, in our circles to be like, oh, shit, like, you know – to get us on board and then cuz no one was fucking looking at that shit until and then once it all hit it just i mean just blew the fuck up but yeah dude this it's it's an amazing time to be alive um but it's also uh you know a little scary but like you know you can't live in fear you know what i mean so
2: i don't know man that, that's yeah. that's what they want dude they want to keep us in fear and it's all about control and i i i, I think This is just some Truman show, right? We have this stacked spaghetti sauce guy in in the White House. It's all just a really bad soap opera if you really look at it, dude. And yeah, I've been into this whole conspiracy thing ever since I could. For me, it started with the dinosaurs, man. When I was like in school, really, okay. Yeah, I used to be fascinated with the dinosaurs, and then the very first conspiracy theory if you will that i got into was the the bermuda triangle right like that's the yeah. og of like what is going on with this one of those you
1: know thinking back on it, it's one of those like mainstream conspiracy yeah. things Like, you know your parent my mom would be like oh they i'm like what's a bermuda triangle and she's like oh it's the uh you know if planes and shit disappear there it's, <laughs> it's like that's it okay cool and i never thought about it so like what about the Bermuda Triangle? Like, did you go deep in it as a kid? Like, were you like, what the fuck is going on?
2: Yeah, and, like, the whole alien movement. And did you know that there's the, – the Bermuda Triangle is part of what they call the 12 uh, uh, vortex vertices. And it's actually 12 separate triangles all around along the equator and in the North and South Pole. And it's part of this bigger network of places where either the magnetic field of the of the world is weakened and, like, there's higher levels of radiation and whatnot and i think it's just places of high strangeness like there's one over by by it's called the dragon's triangle where it's literally where the japanese atlantis is but then there's a bunch of planes and boats that have sunk in there so the japanese government doesn't let you go down there to like look around but there's literally a sunken a, a sunken city out there dude it's called the dragon's triangle that's fucking sick
1: uh so with the with the bermuda triangle i'm going to write that down dragon's triangle that's that sounds like you know some the trifecta of like drugs you do all yeah. at once <laughs> <laughs> but uh so from what i've heard like on the bermuda triangle it's like there are opposite triangles like directly through the earth so if like you took the bermuda triangle and just dug a hole straight through the other side of the earth there's another Yes. Bermuda triangle on that side is that kind of so you're saying there's like 12 of those so there's like all these lines yeah going so
2: through? you have the equator and then you have uh 12 right along the equator like literally just like flip-flop like uh asymmetrical right uh, above or symmetrical above each other and then there's one in the north pole and the one in the south pole and we know of people who have gone missing in the North Pole. We know about Admiral Bird in the South Pole and Antarctica, right? Where there was the hollow earth and all this shit. And I just think it's gotta do with with the the these high strangest strangest areas like like the Skinwalker Ranch, if you will, right? Like these places right. where reality is the the veil is thin and i think that has to do with that where there's certain places that's dude it's got to do with ley lines why did the egyptians build where they built why did all these ancient civilizations build where they built where they where they built their their sacred temples and all this stuff and not only that but you got to remember that the government would tear down sacred buildings and build uh government buildings where these yeah dude it's all it's all connected these guys know the, it's like Nikola Tesla he knew that the world is like this energetic inner, energetic field it was and, like
1: living almost like the world was a, a being in itself Oh, 100% yeah dude i went tesla was one of my first like you know i was in aliens and stuff and when i was a kid but tesla when i was in in college i did a whole research thing on on this guy and i went fucking deep and i was like oh my god we uh you know this is this is something uh that we don't Used today i mean this is the foundation of our modern electrical system like his ac uh you know current but the other stuff he was working on it just got slashed and shunned and uh, what like uh once you they figured out that he wasn't planning to run this fucking shit through a meter you know to, to charge you for it they shut it down and i'm like well how same thing like the cure for cancer like how many of these lost hidden technologies even going back to ancient times are we uh are we uh you know Not privy to, you know what I mean?
2: Well, well, if one of the biggest reptilians, J.P. Morgan, was one of the ones that was funding Nikola Tesla, and it's it's like how you said, and and this this relates to what's going on right now, dude, because if they can't monetize it, right, and you know exactly what I'm talking about, that's happening right now. They can't. It's a it's a fucking number one. It's a cult. Number two, it's a bit. It's a new business model that they have, and I just recently learned. I'm I'm here in Florida. Okay. And this is the COVID capital Texas, of, yeah. of the universe, right?
1: Texas right here, dude. The free state of Florida. <laughs> yeah. So, Florida could break off and like slide over to Texas, you know, and like have like be the dick of Texas. And <laughs> I think it'd be like a super nation right there. Right? right? That'd
2: be fucking awesome. So <laughs> I recently just learned that because the lines here for the COVID test are fucking crazy long, dude. They're super long. It's $75 a pop per COVID test. 75 dollars per covid test and there are hundreds of people thousands of people getting COVID. dude they're making so much money off of this so when nikola tesla said hey the un the the world the earth right this is what lightning is the stratosphere all this shit. there's energy there that we can harness so why don't we do that because then we can have radio waves transmitted from one place to another without you know what i mean he was he was he was way ahead of his time but Again, he wanted to what? That's, that's why they said they killed Gaddafi, because he was drilling for water, supposedly. And again, it's a hot commodity, right? Supposedly the fresh water's running out, et cetera, et cetera. So just like Nikola Tesla, he died penniless in some hotel room, right? He, he Out of all the hundreds and thousands of patents that he had, he couldn't ever come to fruition and make something of it. Maybe I think he was on the spectrum. There are, if you follow his life, He shows signs of somebody who was on the spectrum. Perhaps he had autism or something. But I think that the powers that be also understood that he wanted to do something that was going to go against industrializing a certain thing, right? A certain industry. And yeah, he contributed a lot to it. He worked for Thomas Edison, you know, at one time.
1: Yeah. And they were competitors too. Uh, You know, that's, and uh, Edison was, was, uh, they worked together. He actually worked for, like you said, worked for Thomas Edison. And invented a ton of stuff. Edison ended up stealing the patents, mm-hmm. and, like not giving him his cut, and then, uh, you know, tried to discredit Tesla after he got new investors, like the Westinghouse Group and everything. Yeah. Once he started working for them, Edison was like, oh, no, I'm going to. And he deliberately manipulated Tesla's technology to, like, scare people and kill elephants and kill dogs. Like, he rounded up all the stray dogs. Oh, yeah, dogs- dude. And and just try, I think in. they try
2: to use it to electrocute a prisoner too, right? And one time, yeah, and he no, ended the up burning,
1: yeah. chair. Yeah, the electric chair was came from Thomas Edison using Tesla's manipulated technology, dude. So it's all like you said, it's all fear based, you know. And um, you talk about earlier, you mentioned like the veil is thinner, right? And I feel like there's certain individuals throughout time where the the veil is much thinner because even Tesla, in his uh, diaries, he would talk about how. These aren't my inventions. I'm just uh my brain is a is a receiver for a transmission that I'm getting from
2: You thought you were talking to aliens, yeah.
1: Yeah. And so and uh, you mentioned, you know, the, the thing about the veil. It, it's um something with like kids too, like young kids and like babies. I feel like the veil for them, like that innocence they have is also a lot thinner that, that veil between the two realms, I guess because I've heard countless stories of and even my mom says when I was a baby I was talking to my dead great grandfather who I never met. You know, I'd just be in the on the couch just like yeah 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 and then I'd be like talking and she'd be like who are you talking to and I'd say like oh poppy and she's like you don't know who poppy is. You know what I mean? So I I think with with young children and things like that there's another story I heard of um this these this family or whatever heard of uh, the ba- had like a, a infant and like a two year old, and they heard the two year old on the baby monitor talking to the infant in the in the uh, crib, right? And the two year olds just talking to the baby, and the baby's going ah, and the, the two year old's like, "Do you remember what God looks like?" Because I I'm forgetting, you know, like holy shit, like you know, because if you if you believe in that kind of stuff, like you come from this other side into this world you might, your spirit might remember what God looks like or, or whatever it is, a creator, whoever I don't, you know, so I, I think the veil aspect of this, this reality is super fascinating.
2: So a couple things, the first one being congrats on being engaged, right? Uh, now, oh,
1: thanks brother. Appreciate that. Now man. you'll
2: know what true pain and suffering is. I'm, 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 kidding, I'm kidding.
1: I'm looking forward <laughs> to it, man. And I tell people, they say, congratulations. I'm like, I'm still terrified. You know what I mean? Like I'm, i'm happy and i'm excited but man it's like it's a scary thing no matter no matter what you know so thank you i appreciate that
2: so the first thing is dan and the second thing is i I have a three and a half year old and i have another one on the way in may i have have two two boys thank you and two boys two boys hang so the the thing about the thing about kids, right? And, and I feel very passionate about this subject. And, and I think any, any pedophiles or anything like that, people who hurt children in any way, shape or form deserve, uh, they are the scum of the earth and they deserve the worst. And the whole aspect of kids and, and, and I, what you're saying when I've heard my son, when he was smaller talking right in his room, et cetera, et cetera. And he would just look around. It's like, what is he looking at? And I, he also believes that he's Optimus Prime, and I'll get to that here in a second. <laughs> so the first thing being, I read this book. It's called The Astral Plane, The Inhabitants, and Its Scenery. And one of the main things on that book was the auras of people and the auras of children in particular. They're, they're more pure. They're more susceptible because they haven't been indoctrinated. They get to a certain age before they start going to school, to where they are indoctrinated by the system for whatever reason. And obviously we know how that goes. They, they put all these ideas and thoughts in their heads. But before they get to that point, they have this sort of innocence, this pureness. And we know that we're in conspiracies, et cetera, et cetera. And the reptilians or the archons or the powers that be, the dark brothers, whatever you want to call them, they understand this. And this is where you get the whole pedophilia aspect of the whole QAnon movement, whatever you want to refer to it as, because they understand that they're more pure than let's say me or you, that we've already right. been, you know, I've been alive 27 years. I I can already decipher good from bad and kids can't, right? Kids are so innocent and they feed off of that. There's something about that. And in that book, it talks about how pure kids are and how they're able to at a to, until a certain point, kind of sort of peak between that veil. And it brings me to my next point. He thinks he's Optimus Prime and <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it goes back to it makes me think of how people live the realities that are presented to them. So when he's watching these cartoons or or, or you know, he's playing with his toys, he's living in the reality that he's created for himself, even at the age that he's at. And right. I relate that to what's happening now. People are living in this fear based reality being painted by the media. I say defund the media, don't even fund the police because the media is the one portraying these ideas out in this propaganda to people. And they're living this, we're all living in alternate realities at the, you know, there's people who I understood I see people still driving around with masks on in their cars by themselves. Yeah. Walking down the street. Walking outside down, I, I, I went to I, I ride by a uh, mountain bike. I went the other day to a trail. There was a dude with a mask on on the trail outside. I said, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? Are you that? And are you that fearful? But again, it goes back to something that I've heard it being referred to as mimetic occultism where they use propaganda to, to speak to people on a deeper level and it speaks to their soul. And it goes back to what fucking Plato talked about how the arts would speak to people and inspire people at a deeper level. And this is, again, these are the realities that people form for themselves, dude. And it's like this crazy, just it's, it's wild to me, dude. It's It's just crazy
1: talking about, you know, uh Plato and and the arts and things. So I I was in school, and I went to college for for theater as an actor and a director, right? Um and so I learned a lot about this kind of like the emotion of art and and things like that and the Greeks. Bro, one second. Do you have a fucking poster of Bill Cosby on your wall? Yeah, dude. You, <laughs> what's wrong? What? What are you talking about? He's Bruh. just encouraging young children to to read, okay? You know when you go to the library and in, in school and they have all the read posters, you know? This is a vintage uh, collector's item, okay? And I, I like to flaunt <laughs> it because it 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 speaks to who Bill Cosby is at the heart, right? And so you can't see this from here, I, but I will tell you the book he is reading to these young children, my, also the. <laughs> it's a very diverse group of children, right? You've got a little white girl, you've got a little Asian girl here. Some dumb fat white boy and then a black girl, of course, right? <laughs> and they're all on Bill Cosby, like they're cuddling him as he re- as he's laying down reading this book to them. The book he's reading is titled "Kidnapped." Um, Seriously, I'm one hundred percent. It's kid called "Kidnapped." It's like a eighteen hundreds you know novel or whatever. So, um, thank you for pointing that out because I I you know it is speaks to the truth of who Bill Cosby is at the heart and what he means to all of us. So sure, it I, does. <laughs> i appreciate
2: that <laughs> it's like collecting nazi memorabilia like yeah it's fucking just it speaks to me on a deeper level you know <laughs> uh,
1: would you like to see my grandfather's yeah. metal? <laughs> like those those argentinian uh uh colonies of white people with blonde hair and they're yeah. like uh they speak spanish the german too.
2: heart and shit yeah but i didn't, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you all. i just caught my dad. i was like is okay, that fucking good,
1: bill cosby dude? dude i've also got a an uh this this african uh mask here is actually from a um a haunted african uh uh relic um uh like art art uh studio not, not i don't i don't uh, you know like but they get a bunch of things together mm. you know for like a, artifacts a, and beginning. shit yeah and this was stored with a bunch of artifacts uh in a basement for a really long time mm. and uh and his eyes kind of follow you sometimes i don't so
2: think I... Well, when you're done making the point that you're making i'm gonna make another point okay re- let's
1: do it so I, I was talking about you know theater the original art form of the greeks and things and uh their their plays were shit you know what i mean they were they're just bad boring plays but um to your point about you know this kind of uh you called it mimetic o- occultism this art was all about a catharsis of the masses right these these uh audiences were huge and they'd all get together and they would either it was a catharsis of emotion so they would all together cry or all together laugh like you're watching this thing happen this story be told and you're it's it's meant to uh, um almost hypnotize the masses in a way if it's done well right you know because I, I appreciate the art of theater and acting and things like that you know so i understand what the point is but it is about a catharsis of uh emotion like letting things out like if you're you know if times were bad they would put on a show so everybody could could weep together and feel better about everything after the fact. So, and we see that today with, you know, they call this the political theater, uh, uh, media theater. They're just putting on a show. It's to an elicit, it's to elicit a response, an emotional response. And that goes to the heart of, you know, what I was taught in school. And at the time I didn't realize it, you know, I was like, I just want to be on stage and make people laugh and cry and, you know, be full of myself. And so – and that's kind of what I'm doing here, right, in, in a sense, but I'm searching for a deeper truth. But at the same time, yes, to your point, it's all about uh, – It's it goes back to that you know whole uh, mass psychosis kind of thing of we're all in this together. We're all feeling the same thing, and people can't grasp the fact that not everyone sees things the same way. They, everyone thinks they're all watching the same thing, but there's two movies going on right now. So yeah, but go ahead about what you're going to say about – this is Kambuki over here, by the way, Kamb-
2: kambuki kambuki so yeah and it's got to do with what people were flipping out about on the latest joe rogan episode with malone dr malone where he talks about the mass formation psychosis Mm -hmm. and how you get you know you you have these factors that as long as they're aligned in the correct way something happens right like this mass hysteria type of thing but i 100 agree with you there are things it's neurolinguistic programming where people it's to elicit a a a reaction from people right we have and i think that has to do with uh, with a bunch of different things where throughout all of time and i know that that fear is passed down genetically right and and i always talk about the chicken with the shapes flashed above its head when you when you flash the shape of a circle or triangle or square it does nothing but as soon as you flash the shape of of an eagle above the head of of a chicken through its genetics it understands like fuck Eagle is bad or Hawk is bad, whatever fucking run. And the same thing happens with people all throughout time. We've been governed by one power, right? We've always had these, these monarchs and these Kings Queens, whatever it is. And I think the human condition is just so used to that. It's used to having, and it's, it's, I don't want to say it's needed. I don't believe in in abusing power, but I think it's needed in the way to be able to govern a people. Right. You need to be able to have some sort of structure. This is why Moses was presented the Ten Commandments, because he had these people were it was a mass exodus and he had tons of people. So they needed something to be able to govern the people. And what do the Ten Commandments say at the the very core of them? Don't be a piece of shit. Don't murder, your, don't murder your neighbor. You know, love thy father and mother. Don't fuck your neighbor's wife, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and I think that that has to do with, again, starting some sort of tribe or, or or people, civilization, if you will. And I think that's needed, but it gets into the darker aspects of things when people start to abuse the power that's given to them, which we see today. There are things that the government does which are shady as shit. We have project paperclip where they brought all these Nazis. We we're talking about the Nazis earlier where they bring all these Nazis over and they literally put us in space. Oppenheimer, again, another person, another questionable figure in history where he created the atomic bomb. One of the most destructive things and in, in the, in the history of mankind. And I always bring back and I talk about Pythagoras a lot because it's one of the most fascinating characters. If he existed or not, I don't know. Uh, one of the most fascinating characters of history where he talked about, he said, if man is able to crush at least one grain of dirt or sand, he will ultimately destroy himself. And we're way past that. We're way past that by a long shot. And it brings me to the simulation argument. One of the three things of that is civilizations eventually destroy themselves before they can reach technological maturity. What does that mean? How, again, we're talking about symbols, about acting. What are all the Terminator movies? What are all the Matrix movies about? What are all uh, uh, Blade Runner? What are all these movies about? The technology. fucking technology taking over and killing us and eventually taking over, right? It, it's it's these symbols that they put out there, that, that poster that you have up. If you look at it, oh, you know, it's just Bill Cosby reading some kids. In hindsight, hindsight's 20, 20 Oh, he's a fucking pedophile. He's a piece of shit. Right.
1: I've had this for five, six years before any of that stuff came out. So it was one of those things like, uh, you know, I got it because it was like high school is getting rid of it. I had it up in my <laughs> college dorm room. I was like, this is hilarious because it's Bill Cosby, you know, yada, yada, <laughs> yada. But I see your point. In hindsight, it's like, oh, my God, this man is a horrible human being. Yeah,
2: people looking at that at the time weren't thinking like, hey, why is he reading this kidnap book to them? Or why why is he, you know what <laughs> I mean? Because people aren't thinking that way. But it, it brings me to the point that they put these things out there in order for us to almost, I don't know, like see it. But they have to, it, it's, it's like this magician thing where they need to put it out in, pl- you know, hidden in plain sight. You know what i mean like they put out these things these esoteric symbols and these uh and if you don't have the knowledge if you don't have enough knowledge in that area to understand and decipher these symbols you're going to be lost right and you're just going to be another one of the sheep and whenever i watch a movie i just finished watching for the first time cloud atlas and it, it's by the Wachowskis, which there were the Wachowski sisters at first, and now the Wach- or there were the they were the Wachowski brothers, and now they were the Wachowski sisters. Yeah, right. <laughs> which is weird, right? So I watched that movie, and it's got Tom Hanks in it, of course, which another piece of shit, but great actor nonetheless. But when I was watching that movie, whenever I watch a movie now, dude, I I did a review on the latest Matrix, and whenever I watch a movie, I'm able to break down the symbolism within that movie. So, oh, this is,
1: it's ruined movies for me. Yes,
2: it really has. And like when I'll I'll be watching something with my wife and I'll be like, oh, that's what that means. But again, people who aren't open to this, they don't, they don't, you know, we talked about the veil being thinner. Right. And, And it relates to, again, genetics for some people with the haplogene X group, which is a group of people that supposedly are more susceptible to, the paranormal and the you know mysticism, spirituality, and this is how we get the the projections of the skinwalker, the Wendigo, maybe perhaps Bigfoot, and how Sigmund Freud talked about, or I think it was Carl Jung that he talked about how UFOs were projection of people's psyches, and I think that this comes from people who have this certain type of gene in them. And What's it called? The haploid gene X. Haplo gene X. And it goes fucking way back, bro, to ancient civilizations. And I believe that the ancient civilizations were able to tap into something more paranormal and supernatural. And this is how you get these great advanced civilizations and how they were able to piece the fuck out from one day to the next. What happened to the mines? Oh, we don't know. They just disappeared. What happened to the Egyptians? Oh, well, the Hyksos took them over. Well, who the fuck were they? Oh, they were just some nomadic group. And they just happen to take over the one of the greatest civilizations of all time. And I think that's what happens. They're able to reach this level spiritually and they're able to align themselves at a vibrational frequency. And this is what all these pyramids around the entire world and globe are for. I think that there were maybe some sort of, of energetic, they have to do with energy and like these ancient power plants, if you will, because if we go back to Nikola Tesla, his, the Wardenclyffe tower was designed after one of the great pyramid of Giza and you know with the ducts of water and all this stuff underneath it and underneath the great pyramid of Giza you have the i forgot the name of it it's it's escaping me now but there's there's water there's a catacomb under there from the nile right they i I don't know if it's from the nile but again it's it's all limestone so it's like here like florida we have a bunch of limestone mm-hmm. and the water just just there's aquifers underneath there and they say that it has to do with that, this water underneath there with the ducks. Because What did they teach us in, in school, bro? That it was what a tomb for the pharaohs. They've never found a fucking body in any one of them. No, so, never. So, again, they hide these things because um, the, the mainstream archaeology or mainstream egyptology, they don't want to admit that they're wrong. They don't want to be like, hey, you know what? We're fucking wrong. You know, the well, aliens it built it. Like
1: it could be like a Stargate situation where they... You know, they initially found this thing, and then they found something unexplainable or some high technology. And
2: Stargate, another show that's showing you exactly. what could be because it's symbols. This is what the Baghdad War was, the Iraq War. It was for what? Uh, Saddam Hussein thought he was the reincarnation of Nebuchadnezzar, and he was collecting different artifacts to activate stargates around the world. We have Hitler, stargates and fucking. Thing in india bro all these these vamanas and all this shit there's stargates up there bro it's fucking fascinating
1: well and hitler did the same thing you know with the uh, with the occult and the thule society and that's where really like you can follow the parallel like lines between uh the nazi occult interest and then their tyrannical rise you know to power it's almost like they're on the same path like Okay, he discovers uh, the Thule society. Okay, then he starts taking over, and then he, uh, you know, discovers there's an ancient uh, race or aliens or something that can give him technology. Then mm-hmm. he starts starts the war, and he it's like parallel their movements of this of how the uh, the occult and the t- tyranny kind of uh, move together and. I mean, and they're there. I watched Hellboy the other day, great movie. And in Hellboy, they're saying, Yes, yeah, Hitler died in 1958, you know, after the occult wars. And it, he's like, What? I thought it was 45. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, uh huh. That's what they say. And it's, you know, that's, but I'm just saying, like, th- there's so much more to this stuff. And the people in power, the higher they believe in this shit. Whether you or I or people listening, whether we believe in this kind of crazy occult magic or, uh, advanced technology, I believe it, bro. Uh, oh, I'm I do too. But I'm saying like the the people at the top believe in it 100. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's got to do with with again these ancient mystery schools that that were going on in ancient Mesopotamia, ancient Egypt, Mesoamerica, where they would worship these entities. And it to bring up the point that I was going to bring when you were talking about the artifacts. And uh, there's ancient beliefs that that the uh, the jinn, right? You know what the jinn are? And, they're and, uh,
1: they're like the uh, skinwalkers of the Middle East.
2: Yeah, they're, they're pretty much uh, genie, uh, demons and fairies mixed together, right? And mm-hmm. they say that these things are able to attach themselves to inanimate objects. And I'm doing research right now on H.P. Lovecraft. I'm doing a, a show on H.P. Lovecraft right now. Nice. And one of the things that comes up with, he when he was a boy, number one, his, his mother would dress him up as a girl because in Celtic culture, they believe that Uh, boys were more susceptible to be abducted by fairies than girls so women would dress up their boys and literally give them girl names and hp lovecraft was one of the ones that his mother dressed him up like a girl and even gave him a girl name and when he was a young boy he collected artifacts and these little trinkets and stuff like that and they say that perhaps almost like the most famous jinn that we can think of is the genie in the bottle right where the genie is attached to the bottle that's in it when you rub it it comes out he grants you wishes just like goetia and how demons grant people certain powers by doing certain rituals and solomonic magic and so on and so forth and one of the things that they said was that one of the jinn that he that took over him was Cthulhu, right? Because if you think about the mythos that he came up with and these ideas, bro, he was able to, uh, to describe places he had never been to without actually going to them. He was having like some sort of remote viewing and he, we know that he had the nightmares and they say that maybe he, the one of the trinkets that he had when he was a boy had some sort of entity in it that would come to him when he was in his dreams. It's got to do with Houdini as well, that he was having the same nightmares and just this idea that the whole Cthulhu mythos and all these 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 monsters that he came up with this universe that he came up with was channeled through this entity that like came to him in his dreams. Right. And and we can. Who else had dreams? Solomon had dreams. Right. He wanted to be the most wise man in the world. Uh, uh, uh Nebuchadnezzar had a dream too right we have all these people throughout history that had dreams and it's like you know what the fuck's going on and and it, it how are you saying that these elites they participate in these occult circles and secret societies and the Knights Templar with John the Baptist head and Baphomet supposedly where they were talking to this entity that was prophesizing that there's an ancient Egyptian belief that if you have the head of a prophet, It prophesizes to you through alchemy and through all these other means. And it's, it's, it's crazy, bro. But, you know, I had, I had Steve from the slow news day the other day on the show and it was very heavy politics and, and, and just, you know, political science straight to the facts, right? Uh, Julian Assange, we talked about all this shit. And then on one of the parts of the show, Steve, and I, it was nothing like how we're talking about now. He pretty much says it. These people think that they're talking to otherworldly entities that they say that give them powers. And I was like, bruh, you know, like this is what we talk about because it always it goes back connected. down to the spirituality yeah. aspect of it.
1: I think, yeah, and I think everything leads back to that at, at, at in some point or the other. You know, uh you start with JFK, you end with Cthulhu, right? Like <laughs> there's always some, you know, it eventually cause in in our in our line of questioning we say why are they why would they do this you know if not for power if not for like these people have power they have money what else do they want and i think it's a deeper um a thing a deeper thing i've had people on my show talk about how these people descendants of certain bloodlines or whatever they are um they are they know that they are not from the creator you know that so they and so like you and i uh and I don't know if I believe all this or not. I'm just speaking, but you know, we are created from the creator. Therefore we are able to create, like we can uh, make art, we can make music, we can make all these things, ideas and, and these people at the top, these lizards, as you would say, and I want to get into that a little bit. Um, they, they have no ability to create, so they have to manipulate us the, the created ones, uh, in order to, uh, uh, what's the word? uh Manifest their creations. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're they're missing something in their DNA or their heritage or whatever. The divine that, spark. Exactly. Yes, they are. They are from. They come from a different line. You know what I mean? Almost like the Cain and Abel kind of line. Like, there's a line of Cain and the line of Abel. And you know, Cain. You can't.
2: um Right? Cain killed Abel. Right? Is that right? Uh, I believe so. Either either that or vice versa. I can't. Uh, but whichever
1: one is the murderer, like that line. Is. One chose the light
2: side, the other chose the dark side. Pretty much exactly it's the the, the exactly. Sith and the Jedi. It's all the same story over and over again. It's like that book, the the hero with a thousand faces, mm-hmm. where it's all these reiterations of of the same figure. And w- with religion, right? I grew up in a Pentecostal household where I, it was just shoved down my throat, right? The whole uh, Christian aspect of everything. And I, I think the other day I got into a conversation with somebody because they said that that the universe this big dumb thing that can't think for itself and there's no way that we were just created from the big bang and, and god was behind everything i think that we that there is some sort of higher power i just don't feel that it should be labeled as such either you know take your pick jesus christ krishna uh, Quetzalcoatl, right? Cuckoo uh, Khan, whatever one you want to pick, Buddha, right? All throughout oh, Muhammad, yeah, all, all throughout history, whichever one. I think that that was the same person or group of people who were able to show people Reiki healing and just alternative medicine, if you will. But remember the Christianization of society and humanity because we it's in our it's in our money, right? One of the biggest countries in the entire world in God we trust. So again another business it's a brokered experience so you can only achieve divinity through us and anything else is heresy so that's what happened to all the other people who talked about the alternatives that there are one of my favorite ones being the Gnostics that they talked about that we are our own gods we are able to create our own realities and we're able to achieve divinity through Gnosis Guess what happened to them? History, his story. So the to the victor, the spoils. So whoever won is the one that wrote the fucking books. All the stuff that we know about the Gnostics were from people who hated them. People yeah. who, who, who despised them. And they were like, oh yeah, they were practicing witchcraft, et cetera, et cetera. But it's coming from a guy who hated them. You know, Irenaeus and some yeah. other church father. But again, back to the whole thing of we are our own okay. gods. And, and I'm not saying, you know, I... I I reserve the right to change my mind at any given point, but I yeah. 100, 100% do believe that there is some sort of architect, if you will. Right. And he is the one that is pulling the strings and a part of or the-
1: not. Or, le- or taking his hands off. You know, I've heard things where like. It's like the book been, of Enoch, bro. Yeah, There's been times when, you know, the creator, God, whoever said, hey, y'all are going to, y'all chose to do this. Good luck. Have fun. You know, I'll, I'll come clean things up later when y'all messed it up. Yeah. The and, book
2: of Enoch and- is like that. The, 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 the humans, right. The whole reason for the great flood was because the experiment of El, this, this God figure, right. Had gone wrong. And this is when you get the Nephilim, the giants, the Elohim that were coming down and fucking the humans. Right. They were like, Hey, they're fucking hot. Let's have sex with them. This is where you get the, and, and when they were done fucking the humans, they started fucking the animals. This is how you get the minotaurs. Fairies, the harpies, the centaurs, all this stuff. And then you have the demigods, right? Like, like Hercules and all these other uh, mythological people in, you know, Greek philo- Greek mythology. Uh, 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 what's the other one? Roman mythology, all these gods. I believe that were, that came from that, from where the right. Elohim or the, the Nephilim, they were having intercourse with all the humans and they were just having a fucking big orgy. You know what I mean?
1: yeah and well and something you said a minute ago too about like you know that these people were considered heretics because they said like well i am a creator i am god or whatever there was actually a famous uh christian he i, I don't know if he was a preacher or i and i'm the big dumb dude i don't remember shit about anything but he basically he was this famous christian philosopher and he said if god is in everything therefore i am god like he he said like i am you know i am god and so he he was burned at the stake for that but I think that's more true than anything like if if god is everything and everything is god then i am god not i'm not saying that i shouldn't be humbled by the fact that there's something more powerful than me but i think what he meant was that the spirit and the power of the divine the creator the architect god um is in all of us who who uh accept that power do you know what i mean like um because you can choose evil you can choose wrong and evil but if you choose enlightened to uh, take the enlightened path or the the g- good path for better words like th- you it's silly to say that god's not with you in some aspect of that right like you you know even making a baby dude that, that's something powerful like i, I i'm i am have not made a baby yet but i'm planning on it and i'm like man I, I i can already feel like in my bones and stuff like man i'm i like i, I don't know man it's 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 one of those things like uh, it's a it's a spiritual experience uh if you look at it that way you know
2: yeah well uh, i just say i mean if you're planning on having kids it's one of the best experiences that you will ever have and when you when you when you have your first child you will know what i mean it it completely changes your entire fucking life and looking uh, forward to it dude I, I don't think that everybody should have kids i think it t- it takes a certain person to have kids because i how I we said um it is a emotional thing more than anything right it's, it's a more psychological thing more than anything and this is why some people snap when they have kids but yeah, it's, a, it's a great thing and back to your point of you know this whole thing that we are gods and stuff i think to a certain extent this is why i believe in the law of attraction because what we talked about earlier creating our own realities and and the realities that we live in i think that if you take the example of when somebody know before somebody knows that they have terminal cancer versus when they actually know that they do, why is it that they always go down quicker than before they knew that they had it? Because again, the mind it's mind over matter, it's all mental. Right. And this is, I think this is another thing that the, the ancients understood that me, the, that we are able to manifest things into existence. Now it takes a certain aspect, to be able to do it. It's not just, Oh, I can think of something really hard and it'll come. T-. That's meditation. That's prayer. That's intention. Now you still have to put the legwork in, in order to make things happen. So if you wanted to go, I don't know, if you wanted to eventually make a living off of podcasting, it could eventually happen as long as you align everything, how it should be. And therefore you've manifested it, right? Because you put that intention out there, but you also work towards it.
1: So, right. It's not like a vision board's gonna make me a million dollars. You know what I mean? No, like, but I think I, on a board, but but the it gets your mind in the right place, right? Like that manifestation, that visual, visualization.
2: visualization, like chaos uh, magic. Yeah,
1: exactly. You're you're because you know I th- I struggle with that all the time, dude. Like, man, I have all these things I want to do. I have all this these goals and these intentions, but if I don't actually fucking get up in the morning and do anything about it, nothing's gonna. I can think about it all day. It's not going to happen, you know, and you see all this shit on Instagram. Like you can manifest a million dollars in your fucking bank you account. Could. I
2: mean, you eventually could, but.
1: Yeah, but you got to fucking do something. You got to start a business. You got to yeah. sell your ass, whatever it takes.
2: You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so and, you know, back on, on the subject of magic and, and what I said earlier, I believe in it because I think that. I think back then, I think it was like how we see in the movies, like Harry Potter and all these uh, what was the leverial fucking whatever the fuck he says with the one, whatever? I, I don't fucking remember what he says, but I don't
1: know Harry Potter. Yeah, but I, I got you.
2: If you look, <laughs> yeah, if you look back at like Welsh mythology and how yeah. epic and crazy that shit was, I think that the original alphabet, dude, if, if language, right? Let's talk about language. The original alphabet that that we had was only, I think it was 19 letters, and they added, right? Our, our modern day alphabet has what, 27 letters, some shit they, they added symbols and letters that ha that never fucking existed. So the reasoning behind that, I think is because they've demystified this, what we're talking about the humanism movement. So the, I am my own God, I am my own creator. They've taken that away, right? This movement of that. We are our own divine creatures and they've put like a damper on that. So, again it goes back to the haplogenex where people back then were able to mani- literally manifest like if you look at the the well the Wendigo goes a little bit different because you have to do like this ritual you eat somebody and then you become the Wendigo so it's almost like a werewolf but like the skinwalker this is uh this this projection it was pretty much black magic and they would th- there was a you know there was a war between two different tribes one took over the other so the other one cursed it and i think they were able to do that through by manifesting these things because of their occult knowledge and practice of witchcraft or black magic, whatever it may be. But I think they've demystified the human as far as, you know, back then language was more powerful, right? Language was, was that much more powerful to where people would say certain things. And it reminds me of this. There's these Gnostic trinkets that they have certain letters in them, and uh, it's these books that we still don't know what they were for. But I, I have to look up the name. I don't remember the name right off the top of my head. But they had a lot of Z and A and like all these different letters that they used. And they say that those were used for like magical incantations, for like divination or whatever it may be. And again, these ancients new stuff that we don't know today. And maybe they, right? This is why you see in movies when... <laughs> when demons talk latin or whatever and it reminds me of john d when he was with Anakian and magic where he was uh channeling these angels and i think there was a story where one of them he i had to correct it's like latin or some shit like that it's like wait a minute aren't you like some divine being that's being channeled through me and i have to correct your grammar so it's like, <laughs> it's like, the you know, those guys, I think those guys were onto something, but I think that the way that they were trying to do it were like, you know, they're pretty much quacks. They were trying to just get people to believe in what they were, you know, talking about, which I don't think. Yeah, that...
1: I, th- I think there's something to that because, you know, I've, I've had people on the show before talk about like, you know, like language and things like that, like a curse word, right? A curse word isn't fuck you. Well, it's you
2: spelling. Know? You're casting spells. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. I call it spelling.
1: spelling words, but. But curses are more like if I say, like, fuck you, Juan, that's not necessarily a curse. You know, it's all about context. But if I said, Juan, you're just like your father or something like that, or if I like said, like, you'll never amount to anything, you know, like that's a curse Versus like, oh, fuck, shit, pussy, cunt bag. You know that it's it's not it's the intention behind the words. You know what I mean? Because the words you are just like your father in themselves aren't that bad but it's the intention behind but it. It could be
2: everything to me. As soon as you fucking say that, I just break down and start crying because it's like, exactly. Oh, you know, why would you say that? But yeah, 100%. It's all about set setting intention. And this is why I tell people, you know, you got to be careful with what you put out there. And and I'm very selective about having certain thoughts and saying certain things. And it's hard. And, and it's, it's hard. maybe it's my superstitious mind, but.
1: Well, dude, you're you're your own worst enemy, dude. Yeah, one hundred percent. We are our own, dude. I say shit to myself that I would never say to anybody else, dude. And it's it's and you you don't think about it because you're not talking to someone else. So you're like, but you say shit to yourself, man. And that's like that that tears you down more than anything, dude. And so it's but it's like I said, it's hard to monitor those things, especially. It's it's a little easier with other people. It, but it's even then it's still hard dude like i have a hard time sometimes like trying to be compassionate about like stupid
2: shit you know dude, like just, just who, stare, bro. Like, you know I, yeah, do, like, I just cried for the first time on a podcast the other day what yeah dude. where
1: can i find this where can we find it's not this?
2: out yet i don't know if i should put it out or not
1: <laughs> oh, dude. Well, well, well you want to talk about it like what was going on what were y'all talking about
2: uh we we're talking about the, the whole uh parenthood and fatherhood thing and just giving your kids like what you never had right And not that I had a a fucked up childhood, but it just makes me feel some type of way that people can be, that can have kids and just not be there. You know what I mean? And just be pieces of shit because they don't know any better. They didn't ask to be in this fucking world. If you're a piece of shit, that's something completely different. You shouldn't blame them. And I think, again, all all situations are different, but if you have kids, I think that you should always be there 100% for them, regardless if you're with your spouse or not, whatever it is, because... Cause dude, it, it affects kids. You know what I mean? You know, my, my parents got divorced when I was seven and yeah. at the time I didn't see it, but now I look back and I go, man, you know, that's, that's kind of fucked up. That
1: fucked me up big time, dude. And exactly like same thing here, dude. Like my, my parents were never married, you know, I was like a love child. So like from the get go, my parents were never together. So, you know, it was one of those things like, you know, you know, the issues between the parents, whether, uh, you know, my dad didn't want to be a dad. You know, my mom didn't want to be a mom. You know, but it, it's you got to step up. You know what I mean? It's that's just life. You know. That's why I, I say th- not
2: a lot of people, not everyone. I think there should be some test. If you need a test to get a gun, I think you should need a test to have kids. You know what I mean? I think it well, should. I don't, be...
1: I don't necessarily agree with like the government saying <laughs> whether or not you can have a kid or not. But I, Fucking I know China. What you mean. but it's almost like a spiritual test. Like if if something happens and you. You end up, you know, becoming a parent. It's a test. That is the test. Like, can you step up? You know what I mean? Um, you know, because, like, my my mom, when she found out she was having me, she fucking got her shit together. You know what I mean? And um, my dad's still getting his shit together, you know? So it's just one of those things that, like, I agree, like, fuck. But then again, I wouldn't be here, you know? And it's some pe- sometimes it makes people better people when they find out they're having a kid, which I'm all for, dude, if that's what it takes, you know? Um, but Hey dude, I wanted to ask you about like lizard people, man. Like, Mm -hmm. so there, that's a term we use, right. For like elites, predator class, like, you know, crazy nut jobs or, or whatever. But like, do you like, what is your definition of like lizard people? Do you think there's actual like shape-shifting lizards? I had a guy on my show, uh, last week and at the end of the episode, like we're wrapping up, like we're doing outros and stuff. And he was like, yeah, I had my own experience with a lizard person. And I was like, motherfucker you can't bring that up right now we're in ending- <laughs> oh, that's a good way to get your, your ass back on the show you know what I mean like what's going on so and we didn't get into it so I want to know like have you had experiences with this is it just kind of a, a phrase you know because we talk about this all the time in our community like these lizard people but what are your thoughts on these lizard people man
2: uh, I had a, a run in with the lizards today I saw lizards today <laughs> posted a clip on Instagram I, I said that that the lizards are working at the DMV because if you if you notice these people, bro, they're the most lifeless, miserable, fucking, just soul sucking people there are on the face of this of, of this earth. Now and- do they go
1: into it as a lizard or do they leave, you know, do they leave work every day? You know, when they enter the DMV after a couple months of working there, do they just like accept the lizard brain and they're like fuck it, I'm a lizard now.
2: Well they like- they they so I think there's two things going on at the DMV right now. And <laughs> I, what I think is happening is you have the lizards are working there and when they're done with work, they just go back into the hollow earth. But the lizards are working there and they work their nine to five, whatever. That's, that's why they they don't work weekends, et cetera, because they want to have free time right? To, to rule the world as overlords and whatnot. But I think that there are NPCs in there as well that are just there to fill the void because I was sitting there at the DMV and I, I have to go to the DMV uh, every six months because I, I own a trucking company and I have to register my units. But I have a lot of run-ins with the DMV and I have my uh, my fair share of experiences there. And they thrive just how we talk about how these reptilians, they they, they thrive off of low energy and, and just uh, misfortune and death and sorrow. Whenever you go to the DMV, you see people there that they're not happy to be there, right? No. And they will do whatever in their power to not help you. And when they tell you that they can't help you, like, for example, my whole thing today was my license is in one county my corporation is registered in another county and she didn't want to see me I'm, I'm at the county where my corporation is registered and i'm doing something corporation related and she didn't want to see me because my license my place of residence was at another county and i was like listen listen because again i've had my own my, my fair share of experiences with them there i said listen lady and mind you she is just just stoic. Face, as, almost, yeah. Stoic as can be, you know, resting bitch face staring through you. Yeah. Like she no. could see straight directly through my soul. I had my tinfoil hat when I was there, so they couldn't really peer through. But the whole thing was, she's like, Hey, yeah, you have to go to this other County where your license is from. I said, listen, lady, here's my business, uh, uh, license. It is in this County. I need to, to work with this here right now today. I can't go, you know, cause now they're only doing by appointments, you know, it's like a month out. I can't do this shit right now. Right. As soon as I showed her all this stuff and eh, you know, I saw her lizard tongue fucking flick and she went back to her supervisor. But the way that they act there, bro, is just like they just don't give a fuck. And the whole reptilian aspect, I believe that there that there there is or was a reptilian race. Now, hear me out. The reason I think that is because we have there are certain Gnostics and all throughout all of history. You have the Nagas. You have uh, the serpent people in Mesopotamia, and the reason that they worship the serpent is because the serpent, the snake, doesn't need a a mate to reproduce, right? And it's got to do with the divine feminine. What do we see? We see Jesus Christ, the Immaculate Conception, right? She didn't. She needed no mate to have Jesus Christ, according.
1: Was Mary, to... was Mary a lizard? Is that where you're getting at? I don't
2: no i'm not getting there but but we can get into it here in a second about the shape-shifting jesus so the whole when i say reptilian overlords or reptilians i think you know for me it's like a a double meaning i do think that there was some sort of reptilian race where when the nephilim and the elohim and all these people were fucking people and the great flood came i think there might have been a lizard person hanging on to the kill the great of the great ark right noah's ark and when the flood recited, boom, he just ran off and started his own thing somewhere and just started this underground civilization. There are talks about highly intelligent dinosaurs, right? Reptilians mm-hmm. that would went underground when the meteor strike, uh, strike came and they were able, cause you have all these underground cities, uh, Darren Kuyu in Turkey where it's miles and miles of underground city. It's like, what was that for? Oh, it's for the, uh, the Byzantine era. So they wouldn't take over the people went underground. I go, They'd built that in a couple of years. There's no fucking way. You know what I mean? There's, there's no way this is, this was already there. And again, it's got to do with this whole thing. And then to me, there's a metaphysical aspect to the reptilian where this is what David Icke talks about the archons, if you will, where they are these, these puppeteers of reality. And so, yeah, I I think that there's two aspects. I do think that there are lizard people. Shapeshifters, whatever, because there is a paranormal aspect to this universe that we live in, the sci-fi world, if you will. And then I think you can use it in a met- metaphorical sense where it's these darker powers that be that are behind the scenes of everything. And, and they try to control, they've controlled humanity ever since the beginning of time. And it goes back to the Royal bloodlines and the 13 families or whatever, the, how, however many fucking families there are. But yeah, do I think there are reptilians 100 fucking percent. Have you ever seen one? Absolutely at the DMV.
1: I think that's a fair assessment. You know, um, we, we see these these people that have no life, that have no soul almost, you know. Uh, and then also it goes back to like we have a lizard brain. Our, our brain has a lizard portion of it uh, where all of our our violent tendencies come from, our psychopathic tendencies, um, our animalistic tendencies. Uh, type things you know so perhaps we are the descendants of lizards and gods combined i mean that's something to consider as well um but yeah and that's something with the dinosaurs too i mean with the when they talk about the the era of the dinosaurs like there's just these big dumb retarded t-rexes who can't do shit but eat things like you know maybe maybe the t-rexes were like the kings of lizard world you know they were the the
2: dolphins of the dinosaur world yeah
1: Exactly, yeah. And
2: and dolphins are rapists. Did you know that? Yeah, do they rape people? Dude, they're, and other they're so rapey. Yeah, they gangbait people. Seen dude,
1: a dolphin dick though. I think that's something that oh, I would oh, Google like it.
2: To they know. gang rape people. They gang oh, right. rape each other.
1: Right. Uh, dolphin.
2: So it's funny because one time my wife came into my room and my browser was open and it said, uh, uh, "Hedgehogs mating," because I was doing this this episode on the crop circles. Oh my god! It, w- do not
1: Google dolphin dicks yeah, don't, don't. a lot of hentai yeah i, I did don't. not oh my god oh my god okay uh oh, let me tap. google
2: that shit. Hold
1: up uh, let me duck duck go it hold on yeah i just duck duck go dolphin dicks go to images don't just dolphin dick just dolphin dick oh they're all see
2: pixelated you. oh here we go oh, oh dude, dude. oh nice <laughs>
1: oh they got the little mermaid bro dude there's a little mermaid i see a, Oh, this a dude's female. putting his
2: dick in a fish what a fucking creep
1: yeah, I see a female getting uh, double penetrated by two dolphins. Oh, um, the dolphins are
2: coming all n- over her. I was not ready for those.
1: Yeah. Uh, thank- yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's something. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm, like, slightly turned on, but mostly turned off. You Got know what I mean?
2: Got some BBW here going on, too? Damn. Yeah. Right.
1: Big, big black whale dick <laughs> dolphins. So <laughs> BBW, big, big, big whale whale dick uh so yeah i mean i think there's something to all of that you know what i mean like there there's with with the archons you know that's the spiritual aspect but who's to say they didn't stick around you know what i mean do do you think that we're part of a, a of a slave race of 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 um uh you know like we were seated here to mine the gold or things like that what do you see in regards to all that when it comes to uh, the lizards and the archons are they all the same are they one is there you know I don't, I don't know man there's 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 a lot to it
2: i think if anything we are a failed experiment of the mushrooms uh, i think mushrooms and fungi are the ones that were the true kings because uh, their spores can can survive in outer space in the vacuum of space and i think we we're put on this earth to spread their spores because have you ever seen something with such dynamic as a mushroom? Like, this mushroom will fucking kill you. This other mushroom will make you meet, uh, you know, Bigfoot Jesus for, you know, eight hours if, if you take enough of it, right? It's got like, and, and then the one in the middle is like, this one tastes fucking delicious. So you have this aspect. And even when you step outside, it's, I don't know how many miles of mycelium you have in a, like a one by one inch square of dirt right? or soil so if anything i think that we are a failed experiment of the plants because this is their universe and their world and i think that you know if my mushroom trip showed me anything is that we're a fucking cancer to this earth dude i think we are uh just how pythagoras said we will eventually destroy ourselves and everything we touch uh it's just it, it's 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 turns to shit and i think this is the 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 reasons why elon musk wants to leave and I'm going to pull up this quote by Stephen Hawking. I believe it was, uh, the, the quote about, uh, here we go. Let me pull this up. One of the, one of the, uh, one of my favorite quotes here. Uh, so, uh, Stephen Hawking said, I think computer viruses should count as life. I think it says something about human nature that the only form of life we have created so far is purely destructive. We've created life in our own image. And, uh, that, that speaks very deeply because if you really think about it, how, uh, Oppenheimer, there's a interview of him, uh, they're interviewing him about the atomic bomb and he quotes the Bhagavad where he says, he quotes, when Shiva becomes the destroyer of worlds in his multi-armed form Vishvarupa. And he says, I have now become the destroyer of worlds. Cause he knew, and you, and when you see this interview, you see in his face. Oh yeah, I've seen it, dude. The He's... darkness, because he knew what he had unleashed. He knew the destructive nature of this, and I think it goes back to that that human aspect, this duality within. uh Like in the movie Altered State, where there's parts in the movie where he becomes like this animal, right? And he starts eating other. I think it was a monkey or some shit. Where he just goes into the zoo, breaks in, and he wakes up all bloodied up, and that's got to do with, with I believe it was either Sigmund Freud or Carl Jung. He talks about the subconscious and you mentioned earlier about, you said something that reminded me of it and I didn't bring it up, but uh, the subconscious Carl Jung says, if when you're able to bring the subconscious to the conscious, you will understand uh, and you will, you will keep calling it fate until you do or some, some, I'm paraphrasing it, but he talks about how, and I think this is what the, these, people and and these elites, these these reptilians and these these occult groups. uh, I think this is an idea that they have where like Helena Blavatsky, Aleister Crowley, all all these groups where they believe that by becoming so evil, they become divine. And this is why they do the things that they do. And there is there's a thing where Carl Jung says, if you're able to harness the dark self, right, the subconscious and bring it forth, that dark self will teach you the answers to the universe pretty much. And what, what that is, is how it's the, the third man. Have you ever heard of the third man argument? Have you heard of that?
1: I've heard of it. I'm not familiar though. So
2: we exist in three different forms, the way people see you, the way you actually are and the way that you see yourself. There's three people living within, It's called (laughs) the third man argument makes sense. And yeah. yeah, And I think it's got to do with that. The subconscious of the, the, the dark self, the human nature this just because it's it's like destructive right we're so fascinated with with death and destruction and all these shows that we see like squid games where people are literally in a game for their lives the movie saw again it's all these cinematic works that speak to people on that that next level you know what i mean and it's all neuro neuro linguistic programming bro i think
1: think a, a lot of us too are in a way addicted to our own suffering you know like you know, how I said we're our own worst enemies. You know, it's like we do things that we know even on not necessarily on a subconscious level, but on a conscious level, we know are not good for us, are not healthy, are not productive. Yet we do them anyway, almost with an addictive uh, tendency. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether that just be like talking yourself down or not getting up for in the morning or or um, there's there's a plethora of things. I mean, draping
0: too
2: much.
1: But yeah, vaping, drinking beer, porn, whatever it is. There's these things that we know, and it's almost like a cognitive cognitive dissonance where we're like, we know that it's wrong, but we continue to do it, and um, and so we get in our. But it's almost we're like addicted to emotional suffering, whether that be from other people or from ourselves. You know, like we we tear our, ourselves down, uh, because we feel like it's like that imposter syndrome. Like I don't feel like I deserve. Like I know how much of a piece of shit I am. I don't deserve to be where I'm at or it's other people like, Hey, you're a piece of shit. You don't deserve to be where you're at, that kind of thing. And so there's something to that. You know, I I've known many people, even myself that are uh, the darkest times I've been in my life are because of me. Like I did something that I shouldn't have done or I get stuck in this pattern of, of self-destruction and I'm the only one who can get myself out of it. But I, but we blame these things on other, uh, other outside factors. Like, Oh, you know, my dad didn't love me or, Oh, my girlfriend broke up with me or, Oh, I'm just, you know, addicted to crack. And so I fucking, you know, want to kill myself. So there's all these things that we do. And that, that touches on your point. Like there's something deeper inside, uh, inside of us that can either make or break us. You know what I mean? Like there's something deeper than ourselves, whether that's subconscious, I I don't know. Um, But I think if you can tap into that on any level, if you can at least, understand what how it's operating in in the conscious level uh, then you can um not necessarily control it but you can work with it you know I think that's all you can ask for is just the ability to um, see when you're doing those kinds of things or understand how something on the external uh affects the internal you know what I mean instead of just you know reacting seeing okay how is that you know, how am I, take a step back from things, you know, it's all about perspective, right, you know, we are our own creators of our own universe, and that all comes from perspective, you know what I mean, like, we're watch, we're all watching a different movie on the same screen, so what's, what,
2: how,
1: how can we make this movie more fun, or have a better ending, you know.
2: Yeah, it's got to do with the microcosm and macrocosm, where, you know, as above, so below, and one of the things that you touched on, right, uh, it took me a mushroom trip to realize that, where it was like, change your ways or else you're leading yourself to a path of self-destruction and that's what the mushrooms told me and it changed my life to be honest with you and yeah one of the things that you touched on where you asked like oh why do the elites do all this stuff well have you seen the movie free guy yeah i just
1: watched it a few weeks ago dude i loved it
2: right so the the whole aspect of being able to break out of your own reality it's it's not the same thing when you know you're in a game versus when you don't know that you're in a game. So with these elites, the whole oh, why do they need so much money? They're in a virtual casino right now. They can literally do whatever they want at any point in time. And money to them is just like what? Like the game Monopoly. They just keep going in circles, going the ouroboros, the snake eating its own cer- uh, the serpent eating its own tail, the the endless cycle of reincarnation if you will, where they're just playing Monopoly in real life with us. We're the pawns in this game of chess to them. And what happens when a pawn reaches the other side of the board, he can be upgraded to a queen or whatever the fuck he wants to be. And I think that's got to do with life. I think that we're all pawns in this game. And eventually, once you reach that end of that, that uh, coincidentally, that checkered board, uh, which is, is the <laughs> duality, uh, you yeah. are able to upgrade yourself to the queen and and able to win the game and i was listening to one of your last episodes the the swap cast you did and how you said it doesn't take all of us right it doesn't take it doesn't have to be all of us if if just enough of us come and wake the fuck up and say hey enough is enough because i got an american flag behind me and in 1776 it was all about fuck you we're gonna do our own thing because if they would have bent the knee, we wouldn't be here right now, dude. And, I mean, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say about the United States, but I'm a patriot, and I think it's one of the best countries in the entire fucking world. And yeah, I think dude. it's, it's you know, we have it way better than a lot of other people, but people don't understand this. They haven't suffered enough to know what an actual communistic regime does to people. Look up North Korea, you know, search, you know, look and do research there to see how those people live. 75% of the of the population is starving. Right. They keep them that way so they don't have enough energy to overthrow their government. You know what I mean? So, you know, again, it comes back to this, this metaphysical aspect of they know that we're in a game. They know it's a game to them. You know, we see the government do some shady ass shit. And I, the listeners listening to this, I, I suggest listening to uh, or watching the documentary. It's called The Forever Prisoner and it's on HBO Max. And I came across that in a weird way, but it's pretty much there's this guy uh, and he's pretty much that the forever prisoner. He does. You know, they never told him why he's there. There are no charges against him, but he's in Guantanamo Bay and he's going to continue to be there for the rest of his fucking life. Now, watch that documentary. You're going to see what he did to earn his place there. But there's all this evidence that the government did a lot of horrible shit to him and they just got away with it. So that's the stuff that we see. That's the stuff that we know about. You know what I mean? But it's like Donald Runfeld, what happened to the four or three trillion dollars? And then the next day it was nine eleven and everybody forgot about that shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean there's there's a lot going on, man. There's a lot. And I'll check out that documentary for sure. There's a yeah, I, I agree, dude. It doesn't take a lot of us. Um, it just takes a few of us to say, you know, like talking about 1776, there's only like 10% of the population that was actually for revolution. You know, and it look what it look what it did. So I, I'm I try to be hopeful. I try to stay optimistic. There's a lot of shit going on. As you said, we're the greatest country on earth, but that also means we're being attacked the most. Whether it's from inside or outside, we're constantly being attacked, uh, and it's on a spiritual level. So I'm gonna read
2: oh. a, a I hate to do this, but uh, the one of my favorite Bible verses. Let me, Let's do it, dude. I love it. Let me uh look this up, and I know I, I speak a lot of heretical things, but. But uh, it, it always goes back. There's a reason all these ancient legends and ancient scriptures, there's a there's a, a mustard seed of truth to all of them. And I think the Bible, even if you don't follow it, I don't believe it should be followed to the T because that's how we get the Dark Ages. But I feel that it's a, an instrument for people to become a better person. And every now and again, you know, I, I, I quote it. Let me look this up here. Are you typing? Holy shit, that's fast. Yeah, I'm typing right now. All right, so it is... All right, here, here we go. So Ephesians 6.12, and I've said this shit on my show so many times. Uh, let's go to the King James Version, King James being another fucking uh, creep in uh, history. Uh, so for we do not wrestle against fe- flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness and in he- in the heavenly places. I don't like that, that... Duration of it. Uh, let me see here. Oh, I guess yeah. Well, it's. I think I don't know if I'm having a Mandela effect right now, but I remember it being <laughs> different. different. Oh <laughs> fuck, dude. Uh,
1: what's going on?
2: Yeah. So, anyways, it's again. It talks about the archons. What we were talking about about you know uh, being being. Uh, this isn't a flesh and blood type of thing. It goes way above and beyond that. And I did this episode a while back, like I, I want to say like two years ago, where I said it's the war for our minds. And if you notice everything nowadays, it's, it's like data is a commodity. It's a hot commodity. How many times have they, they've, they find Facebook billions of dollars for selling our information to God knows who if it's even humans, right? Because we put all this trust in these algorithms. These are the, these are the new gods, right? These are the new, these quantum computers and all this shit at at Amazon, dude, uh, people get fired based on what the algorithm says. Yeah. This says, "Hey, this guy's 99.2% effective, and this other guy's 99.8." Well, we're gonna let the 99.2 guy go. Oh, there's 300 other people with that same uh, uh, percentage, so they're all shit canned. And yeah. we literally let these algorithms rule our fucking world nowadays.
1: It goes back to the technology destroying ourselves, dude. That's that's all it is. That's what it goes back to. And th- these tech overlords, they want us dead, man. They want us dead. So. Well hey man, I don't want to keep you too long and um this has been fun. We got to do this again, dude. We got to get uh maybe another we got to get like maybe legit bad in here or uh primetime 99 Alex Stein like someone just to like will go off the rails and cuz we 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 got a little serious tonight. I thought it'd be, you know, <laughs> but but I like that. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's not, sometimes it's a little but, dude, I mean, I feel like you and I could get pretty crazy. You know what I mean? Um, and I told
2: you it was going to get crazy, bro. And when I put this hat on, I told you it, it was going to be all over the place. We, we got funny. We got serious. We got spiritual. We got conspiratorial. We we, we went everywhere, dude. And, and you know, that's a, this, is, this is what I love about podcasting because you can just be everywhere all at the same time. And it's still a fucking. But I had a blast, dude. I think this was a great show. And I think people are going to enjoy it.
1: I think so too, dude. And I got to get one of those hats, dude. Uh, send me the link.
2: I'll
1: send uh, link. And, and yeah, dude, it's, uh, it's, that's, you know, it's all about like you and I would never meet in real life. You know what I mean? Like we would never have this conversation, but, and that's what I love about podcasting is just the be- ability. I can't talk to my fiance or my friends about this kind of shit. You know what I mean? But, me um, but we can do this here and it, you know, people listen. That's what's great is we can get this out to people. So, well, Hey man, I just want to say, thank you so much. Uh, where can people find you? Um, the one-on-one. Where can, where it's can... a swap
2: cast, right? So you got to plug your shit. I'm going to plug my shit. So yeah. uh, at the Juan one-on-one Juan podcast on all social media platforms, uh, Instagram is my main one. You can, uh, my website, www.thehuanononepodcast.com. Uh, you can find all my information, my contact in there. And yeah, I post clips on TikTok. I post uh, videos on YouTube. I post clips on Instagram as well. And I talk about all types of shit like how we talked about today i uh, talk about religion the occult dude we big didn't even foot. get
1: into crypto we didn't even get into crypto we get into crypto,
2: again, or- crypto bro but hey this is the again we can always do another show bro we can always Absolutely. do another fucking episode
1: i would think we should dude so well and uh for your listeners uh, i'm kyle uh, from the big dumb podcast i had a co-host recently uh he's actually about to have a baby like like any day now nice. uh, so he's he's taking a step back but it's, it's just me for now so kyle the big dumb podcast check us out everywhere uh and i'll send you the links and stuff for and you do the yep. same for me we'll, we'll put it all out so well hey man uh don't leave yet i'm gonna go uh take a piss and uh we'll wrap it up so i just wanted to say everybody thank you so much
2: hail nicholas cage <laughs> nicholas
1: cage <laughs>